Hey, Vic, the sound check here, just giving the people what they want. Me on the mic. Oh, come on. You know on. what it is. Yeah. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. Thank if you, you have a second, could you uh, rate us, review us yeah. on wherever you listen to the podcast? Please. It would mean so much to us. Even if you're on the toilet listening, rate it. Yep. That's where I listen to all my podcasts. Throne room. No? Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> Hello to you and yours. This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with us. Billy and Jen. I was Cheers, thinking maybe my love. I was thinking maybe that could be the new open. Instead of like, hey, how's <laughs> Pick the sound shake. Why did you scream in my ears? <laughs> Literally. My ears are bleeding. You... I instead of us being like, hey, how's it going? It's Billy, and you're like, it's Jen, I'd be like, uh, welcome. Hello to you and yours. <laughs> I did that. Hello. Hello to you and yours. Are you channeling your grace, Fuller? I miss her. She's not from Britain. She is from... We do miss Grace. If you listen to the podcast, you know that Grace Fuller is at the end of the podcast. If you've never listened, hang in at the very end after we sign off. And Grace is like, thank you for listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Um, Hey, if you liked this... I love how she does this. She goes, hey, if you liked it... Hey, if you liked it, give us a five-star rating. Leave a comment. We miss Grace. Um, Grace Fuller, she's... She lives in Australia. I, I think she's found the man it's of her dreams. Actually, not Australia. She lives in. I can't remember. She lives in Australia, babe. Somewhere, but her her town is. She lives in Australia. <laughs> the country. Not a town, yeah. The country and continent. Okay, but I'm of Australia. To just, thank You're, you for changing its continent. <laughs> okay, well, why don't you just relax? It's the same word. You're thinking like she doesn't live in Sydney. I didn't say she lived in Sydney. She lives in. Does Brisbane. she live on the Gold Coast? Brisbane. Brisbane. No. Brisbane. Yeah. No. No. Oh, I don't remember. Anyways, Grace, we Grace, miss you. We love you. We love you. She's met the man of her dreams in Brisbane. If you're listening, sir, I'm watching you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. He's probably a great guy. He has to be a great guy if Grace likes him. You know, what, it's kind of like me. Say? Like he has to be a great guy if Grace oh, likes yes, him. It's kind of like when you met me. Like I had to be great because you like yes, me. because self compliment. Whoever you would agree. well, it is, but it's also a compliment too because whoever you would like would have to be amazing because you are so amazing. That's what I'm Aww. saying about you. Also, Grace. Happy anniversary. Hey, it's 24 years. Actually, today we are recording this on our anniversary because you, you know what? There's no rest for the weary. We on that grind <laughs> all the time. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, some people take off on the anniversary. We working, man. We out here working these streets. We out here working these streets. We celebrated in Miami. We also last night went to one of our favorite restaurants in the area, Fogo de Chao. Well, it's kind of like our favorite anymore, but we love it. It actually isn't our favorite anymore because I cannot eat that like much food yeah we used to eat so much food and that's probably one of the reasons i weighed what i weighed years and years ago one of them oh vix just she's oh, hot man oh, she's on it we didn't uh-huh. get her on the okay mic is that what we're doing on this one great i'll be looking for my opportunity this is gonna be awesome i, I kind of like it just remember she's alive you started well. this. <laughs> just remember you started this you wanted this um but fogo oh, okay can i just i've say, never seen you eat so much meat it was so good first of all you were in a new shirt and my God. Okay. I'm talking about the I food. I could not barely sure. keep my hands off you last night. The food was delicious. I've never seen you put so much meat in your mouth. Like she, she was, she could barely move. We couldn't even walk. We didn't get dessert. Dessert was free because it was our anniversary. We didn't get it. Nope. We couldn't even sip coffee. You, yeah, it was, it was. We went to the lucky. edge. It yeah, was. we went to it the was edge. definitely the edge. But it's, what was your favorite? It was like filet mignon. What was that one last meat Filet mignon. Oh my God. 
gosh. She's like, where has this been the whole time? Like it they bring was. out they bring you, like the chicken first. If you've never been to Fogo de Chao, Brazilian Steakhouse, they bring out skewers, use tongs. It's just amazing. It's the best meat in the whole world. It's and, an experience. You got to go. That was great. You got it. And the salad bar, to be honest, it was so good too. Like every bit yeah, of it. Subpar. And we had a Brazilian soda with natural sugars in oh, it. Oh, Vic, you'd love it. It's like ginger ale with cherry. It was actually, it's, it's, it's like gua- this guana or bite. something like that. Super good, man. Really yeah. good. I mean, yeah. It's I mean, throw our bill way up in there, but who knows? At, at a certain point, who cares anymore? Like, you're already paying so much. What does it matter? Just throw another 50 on that bill. <laughs> disagree. Yeah, I kind of disagree myself. It's worth it, though. Babe, you were worth every penny of it. Okay. Oh. It has been. Oh, do you know today also is recording? It's our anniversary. It's also International Women's Day. Yeah. Yeah, we do. So, I know you know. Okay. So I want to say publicly on our podcast, I think you two, Jennifer, you being my wife, Vic, you being my sister, are two of the most amazing women. And I will go on record for saying, as a man, I can't speak for all men, I wish I could, but I will say as a man, I would literally not be the man I am today. First of all, if it weren't for you, babe, in 24 years, I literally wouldn't be the man I am. And Vic, the impact influence you've had on my life, the inspiration that you are, what you do. I would never be the man I am. So thank you as just being awesome, powerful, Cheers. amazing women. Cheers to you. Cheers to yeah. that. And to all the ladies listening, all we the girls. salute you. Thank oh, you for being awesome. Um, someone was asking me the other day when it was in a the youth, they're like, you know, do you subscribe? Like some churches think, you know, like they kind of act like men are better than women. And they're like, you don't agree with that. I'm like, I absolutely don't agree with that. In fact, Ask me, and I will probably tell you that women are better than men. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I think we're 50 50. I mean, if you look. We wouldn't be here if we were not here. We if I went to the Holy Bible, right, I think it'd be 50 50. Like, God loves us all the same. Bodies. But yeah, we would not then even we be here. We nurse them for with our body. Okay. Like, do it. We are unbelievable. <laughs> you you carry them body. in your body, you birth Humans. them through your body, you feed them with, with your, your body. body. Yeah. All the things with yeah. our body. Like, yeah. we, we are something else. Yeah. Thank you. But you are more than Cheers just a body. <laughs> yeah. Yes, thank yeah. you. Yeah. No, women are so much more important than men. So we're both important. No, you're more important. <laughs> God, obviously, God, a wise man once said, "Women are so much more important than men." <laughs> God obviously saw fit to make a man and a woman. Um, I have had a surreal moment. It's just been surreal for me thinking about. We've been together. Actually, on Saturday when we had the walk with our son, we we yeah. we kind of it dawned kissing on us. each other, doing life together, living together, being together every day together for twenty four four years. years. Like, do you know the? Okay, think about that. Like, if you double what we just did, Serenity, I sixteen year old will be forty. That's crazy. Imagine that. If you do what I just, what we just did together, you and I, it does not feel like 24 years. I can't believe we've been married for 24 years. Like, I don't feel old. We're not old. We're in our 40s. I just can't believe if we do this again, which we will, we'll be in our 60s. We'll be in our mid 60s if we double this, which we will double this. And Serenity, 24 years from now, will be 40 years old. Our oldest will be 45. Like, oh my goodness. We'll be grandparents. I think we'll be grandparents the next 10 years. Oh yeah, for sure. I would think in the next decade, probably. For sure. I'd be kind of shocked if we weren't. Um, It's unbelievable, which got me to thinking, how do you get to 24 years? And I had this thought, babe, and this is is what I want to talk about today, but it's kind of a thought I had. Um, You don't get to 24 years without first getting to 24 months. You don't get to 24 months without first getting to 24 days. You don't get to 24 days without first getting to 24 hours. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, like today I got some time alone, just kind of like spending time with myself, with God, just kind of thinking. I was out, it was sunny out here in Seattle, so I just got alone. And I'm exhilarated thinking about what 
a day can bring 24 hours could bring. Yeah. Like just think about like, okay, I know so many days just go by. They just run into another. Like if you think about and over the last 24 years, over the last 44 years of my life, like days just, they just go by. That's another day. It's another mm-hmm. Tuesday, another Wednesday. But then there are also those days, those 24 hour periods where so much happens, right? Like so much can happen in a day. Like um, I'm pregnant. I mean, just imagine what 24 I hours. I proposed to. Yeah, they proposed. I got married. I got married. Imagine the day we woke up and then got married. Like all that happened. <laughs> you remember what happened? In a day. A day. Um, so much can happen in a day. The birth of our kids. You know, like you, there's two of us in the room and then bam, there's three of us in the room, right? Like think about it. it I was just reading these um, these really cool things that, um, a list of things that happen in 24 hours. It says 367,000 little babies are born every 24 hours. Wow. Really? Yes. The average six-year-old laughs around 300 times in a 24-hour period. Isn't that cool? 300 times. Wait, I wonder, I I wonder how one. much an average adult laughs in this a 24 period. This one, the estimated... Um, there's estimated 70,000 adorable puppies and kitties born in the United States each day. Did you say kitties? Yes. I believe it's kittens. And also, follow-up <laughs> question to that. And then, Who cares? No, but I lo- little puppies. Um, the, each day, there are an average of 11,835 weddings in the United States. Wow. Right? Um, I mean, yeah. Just, okay. I hope while you're listening to this podcast right now, you're encouraged. Like, so much can happen. In 24 hours, I don't care how mundane the year has been, how rough some of those days have been. Like, in 24 hours, you get the promotion, you get the raise, you get the job. Our son, our son Caleb, just got a job. Remember yesterday, Dad, I got the job with benefits. Like I remember he when called Kay- us. He's like, Mom, I get yeah. dental. He's medical. like, I got health insurance. Like, right? I'm like, you have health insurance. He just turned 20. Um, our son Judah, I'll never forget a year ago when he was, you know, going through all these interviews with Microsoft, and he called and he's like. I got the job. The whole family, we freaked out. Like we threw a party that night. Like, dude, you got the job. Remember when, um, just this was last week, our brother-in-law Travis got a promotion. We all go out to dinner. Like, it's like, remember those 24-hour periods where boom, it just like, it's awesome. So um, much can happen. The loan gets approved. Yep. You get the house. You buy the house. You know what I'm saying? Like 24-hour periods, you conquer that fear that you've been, whether it was public speaking or jumping out of a plane or asking her out or him out on a date. You know what I'm saying? Like you did it in 24 hours. You pay off the loan. You finish a massive project. You win the award. Like just think. I get like 24 years is kind of like if some people listen to this and they're not even married or you just got married or you're just in a dating relationship, you're like, what the heck? Like it's like, it's the way I used to look at our grandparents when we were kids. Like, totally. how long have you been married? Like what? They yeah. Well, grandma and grandpa, years. 60 years. I couldn't years? comprehend it. 61 years. They were married. Like I can't even think about being 61 years old at this point. 61 years, These they were married. Wow. Now granted, I think they got married in their early 20s, right? But it's like... um. Just think what could happen in 24 hours. I just, I'm just going into life. Here's what I think: life happens in seasons, and we had, we had some, we had some deep talks last night at our anniversary dinner at Fogo de Chao in between eating massive meat, lots of meat. Yeah. Well, I can't. I think we'll say, but here's what we kind of landed on: we knew that life happens in seasons, and seasons, by definition, are temporary. And I also think that means that friendships and relationships. Are temporary, mm-hmm. and this was this is kind of something we had to land on in forty four years. There are some friends slash family, um, more family than friends, but there are some friends slash family. I think that maybe the friendships could last a lifetime, 
But friendships, for the most part, we've been 44 years and we're good friends. We have a lot of friends. I have people that I haven't seen for years. And if I see them, we're still friends. But like those close, close relationships where we're doing life together, I think that's temporary. It certainly has proven to be so in our lives. Yeah. It's temporary. And you can ask yourself part of it, like, wait a second. But we have we do have friends and family that have been with us for decades, like our whole lives. Like I think of family for sure. And not everyone has that. And I think it's like we kind of made the decision last night, like, who cares? We're going to enjoy friendships now. Mm-hmm. And even though those friendships, because I think losing friends or having friends maybe even, I don't know, feeling betrayed a little bit and all of that, our friendships abruptly ended, it makes you like, we were being honest and you were being very honest. Like it makes you not want to do it again. You're kind of like, ah, ah. Building friendships, good friendships takes work. Like takes you don't want to make the investment, but we, right. we just, we just decided, I mean, I mean, I'm deciding, I'm like, I'm going to enjoy the moment. I'm going, I'm going to enjoy these 24 hour moments and I'm going to start today. I'm going to fully live in it right now. And I'm going to be friends with the people that are in my world right now. And if that changes five years from now, 10 years from now, two years from now, six months from now, then it changes. And But I'm going to enjoy mm-hmm. because these 24-hour moments lead to 24 days, lead to 24 months, lead to 24 years, lead to a lifetime of, you know, you do 24 years three times and bam, you did it. And what I love about 24 hours in a day is that even if you have a really bad 24 hours, the so, morning, you know, the sun rises again the next day. You have another day to see that day be something maybe totally different. And I, I just love the thought, not only, not only are, you know, in 24 hours, all crisis can happen. You know, you know, women have miscarriages, people yeah. file for divorce, death happens in 24 hours. You had someone near to you and gone within, you know, 24 hours. But the beautiful thing that I think we're wanting to capitalize on is that, yeah, but in 24 hours, anything is possible. Anything can happen. Anything could change for the better in our lives. Anything in 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And, and we're just choosing to live life like, hey, let's live each 24 hours with that kind of mindset that anything is possible. And it's interesting how many of those, you mentioned those 24 hour moments where bad things happen mm-hmm. and those seem devastating. They actually think they seem in those moments, depending like if it's a death of a loved one or something terrible divorce, it seems like life ended mm-hmm. like it's over, but then you give it 24 weeks and then 24 months. And it's amazing. Like it, it, how time, time heals. It does. It does. It's such a cliche, but it's so true. And I only know it because we've had pain over the 44 years of life that totally. we've lived in. Time does heal. I don't know if it heals all wounds. I don't think it takes all the pain away ever. But Well, it doesn't remove the memory, but the, but the pain lessens, yeah. right? It does lessen. Mm-hmm. It just does lessen. It's like if you burn your hand on a stove. I mean, in the moment, like it is brutal. And maybe even two hours later, it's even worse. But give it a day or two and you forget it's there. And then give it two weeks and it heals. And give it two years you and still you, have a scar because they last forever. <laughs> <laughs> I burnt myself on an iron when I was 12. Okay, that analogy kind of broke down. But Jen said, you'll have the memory, but you not the, the pain. Memory. Yeah, yeah. So, you have the memory. Thanks for crushing the analogy, Vic the sound chick. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay, which kind of brought me to, I was, I was, you know, I like to read, and I was, I was reading, I can't, I think it was in a book, but they, they referenced a, a study, and the book is fairly new, so it's pretty recent. And the study was answering this question, what do we waste most of our energy on? Um, and it didn't say what do we spend most Ooh, of our energy on. I like energy this on. kind of the, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So and I, it intrigued me the three things that they listed, this study, which would be recent in the last two years. 
Um, they did, and they, they made the differentiation. Now, what do we spend most of our t- energy on? Because spending your energy is different, like work, totally. relation, you know. You're spending it somewhere, yeah, yeah, yeah. somehow. What they, 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 they quantified it in energy wasted, wasted energy. What do not just Americans, but what do people, and maybe it was an American study, I don't know, but I, I'm just going to go with humans. What do we waste most of our energy on? They nailed it down to three things. Number one, this won't be a surprise to you, social media. Number two, overthinking. And number three, unhealthy relationships. Those are the top three. Those wow. are the top three. I was going to say overthinking. You did. Oh wow. Thinking. Yeah. Which wow. I yeah, which I think is super. You know, talking about okay, we get twenty four. You know, we've had twenty four years that which was followed by twenty four months, which was preceded by twenty four days, which was preceded by twenty four hours. Like, like life is brief. Life is short, and life is long. Like it's both and right. Absolutely. It's short in this moment. Like enjoy these moments. It's long. It's like yo, we got another twenty four years at this. Our daughter's gonna be forty. You know, like all like thinking through that. But it's like so. What do we waste energy on, virtue on, life on? And it was interesting to me, social media, first of all, I don't want to spend too much time talking about that because I'm so much more intrigued by the other two. Um, and I want to hear what Vic the Soundcheck has to say about overthinking because I think you're guilty as charged. You I am. I, totally. I, yeah, and I am too. God, I'm an overthinker. <laughs> I was about to say, you two are in the same boat. <laughs> Love ya. Okay. It's, oh, wow. He was without the sin. Cast the first stone. <laughs> I totally, yeah. I totally uh, casted it. Don't then. make the preacher come out of me. Um, but okay, social media, granted. Yeah, Honestly. right. I mean, I am so guilty. We all it's a black hole. We all waste so much time waste. on social media. It's just a waste. But and I don't even have an answer for it. I honestly don't have a solution for it because someone tells me get off Instagram, and I do from time to time. But okay, I realize like I have a, we have a big world, and I'm grateful for that big world. And there's people that I don't get to see on the regular, but I follow them on social media. So when I run into them every month or so. I'm like, dude, how was that vacation? Yeah. Yo, happy totally. birthday! Congratulations on the new baby. I would have never known. But Instagram keeps me on the – now, I have limited know. my social media platforms. I don't do Twitter. I'm not on the Facebook. I don't jump on the TikTok because I'm a grown man. <laughs> I know where I should be, right? And it's not on TikTok, so I'm not there. And if you're a grown man on TikTok, that's on you, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but, so I have limited some of my social media. But still, even with just the Instagram, it's ridiculous. Scroll, scroll. Scroll, scroll. scroll I have hours. unfollowed – accounts recently of like that don't follow me because i'm a very courteous social media follower so like if an account <laughs> follows me i follow back i'm like thanks man i follow you back and i realized like all these things in my feed i'm like i don't even know these people or these or these businesses and i started checking one day like a month ago and i'm like wait they don't follow me and i'm like why am i following them i don't even know them so i started <laughs> unfollowing accounts that don't follow me see but that's such a waste of time too oh my god it is my feed now is just people that i do life with and i'm like oh my god i actually care like what you're but doing i would even think trying to look at who's following me back is part of the waste of time but i was saving i've saved time by doing that <laughs> see but then you just it's a black hole it's called a, you i'm not arguing too. i agree <laughs> so is there any answer to the social media dilemma i it's a part of our culture now it is and and i think if, if you want to deny that you you're like an ostrich with your head in the ground so I mean, what you say we're screwed i yeah, and it's some it's somewhat necessary i think too, everything to like, everything in doses though right i think that's the idea with with something like social media and hopefully that as a grown adults and we can somehow help ourselves practice self-control right? give yourself limits i mean alcohol can make everyone alcoholics unless you can control it. And then having it. a nice glass um, of wine is, is wonderful. So it's you know? the same it's, kind of thing, like yeah. a, a, anything in moderation. So it's yeah. kind of on us as hum, humans in the human race. I mean, businesses are, are extremely successful because of the social media platforms, totally. you know, and the marketing. It's a great way, yeah. Yeah, it's so great there's marketing. so many positives and so many negatives. But 
this study, which I will says, not argue with, what's it, wasting it's a lot. one of the greatest wastes of energy wow. that humans do. Okay, number two, one of the greatest wastes of energy is overthinking. Mm. And, oh, you know what? And I saw this little like um, Instagram meme the other day that said, overthinking is one of the main causes of unhappiness. I could agree with that. Um, yeah, it makes it, it will lead to, Vic, listen and learn. It will lead to, Vic, you're on. Vic, I'll, I'll think about it tonight a lot. You're unha- <laughs> Why you're unhappy. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm joking. But like, they say it leads to unhappiness. And here's the thought, here's the thought I kind of had on that. I think when we overthink, so overthinking, Vic and I are very guilty of this. This is, Vic, you're more guilty of it than I am, I think. Sure. I might be overthinking that. <laughs> but you like. I'll think about it later and let you know. <laughs> like, totally. I like to overthink, but and in my mind, it's like I plan and I, I I play out scenarios. And for me, I love to be prepared. So I think my overthinking comes like I want to be prepared. So I I think to play out scenarios to be ready for what might happen. That's kind of where I right, think. But that's why it's a waste of energy because mm-hmm. you just wasted because time on you a conversation can't. That's right. never going to happen. I think. We're, yeah, I, I'm not arguing it. It's waste of energy. I do think. I mean, I think there's something to planning, but I'm, overthinking is another thing. I do think, which is what I do in the showers when I'm like having those conversations that will never happen. And I'm like, I can't believe you said that, man. And I'm confronting, you know, and you're, you're walking like, who are you talking to? I'm I know. Like, I've been married for you 24 years. People, I've, like, I've heard you talk to yourself. I had so many. Wow. So <laughs> many arguments. I don't actually say them out loud. But here's where I think, Vic, the overthinking, you've taken well, another. I do have them in my head. Yeah, but I feel like you've taken it another level than me. And maybe I'm wrong. Is that you let, you overthink and then you let the possibilities of the overthinking frustrate the heck out of you. So do you. No, I don't think I do as much. <laughs> Both of you, you guys will get are, like, are very I can't guilty. even, I'm like, it hasn't happened. <laughs> like, Vic, that is so real. You don't know what's going to happen. You're like, I cannot believe like, that they would even think. I'm like, you don't know that they're thinking. You're thinking yeah, that they're thinking. That hasn't happened in a long time. No. Okay, yeah. A week. A week. A week. <laughs> <laughs> it's so I was, I, thank, thank God she admitted that. But, but I, I also want to say that overthinking, I'm convinced, and this is no study but just 24 years of marriage so it's 24 years study 20, that's what it is well it's a study about what i've 24 come years. to find that people who overthink have a hard hard time starting anything great because uh hurtful well <laughs> we're both right here in the room and i feel like i've done something good but but you have like but the, i'm like the counteractive to some of our, our, oh, our so my movements. greatness is because of you oh. <laughs> you're totally taking it out of out of context yes, I am. what i'm what i'm saying though is i feel like so much overthinking keeps potential totally from yeah. never actually fully growing to what it could be it's like if you focus like, on your problems you'll only have right, more problems or all of the things that could go wrong or all the things that they don't have the ability to do but they want to do certain parts of it i mean it just it breaks down so much it's not just i mean i overthink everything i overthink getting ready in the morning yeah yeah like or getting ready for bed and so like, it's why it's wasting time it's well, wasting you know, energy acknowledging it is the first step I also think, didn't Molly say overthinkers run the world? Something like that? No, I don't think she said overthinkers. I think she she may have said compulsive people. I don't know. I feel like the compulsive people run the world, yeah. Yeah, Um, well, not necessarily. I think I said it. But here's the thing. If you focus on problems, you'll just have more problems. Mm. Like, okay, every time you and I focus on what we can't fix and what what's a problem, like we more problems come, like we get frustrated with each other. Totally and you're talking right. about it, and I get frustrated with you, and like, well, we can't go on a vacation because we don't have any money. And like, more, but if we focus on on possibilities, right, we see more opportunities. For instance, okay, here's a perfect case at hand. We are 
we're looking for a new church building. Many of you listen to this. We're looking for 116 Church. We want a place. We meet in the Hilton and Bellevue. We want our own place. We have probably walked through, looked through, talked through, given offers on probably 10 buildings over the last six months, right? And we've been more serious the last two months, but probably 10 buildings. And some of those, some of those things, they just, they completely closed. There's a few that are still open. And they're possibilities, right? And we're focusing on what are possibilities. Right. And each one of them has led to another one and another one, another opportunity. So it's just how, like, if you're going to overthink, then focus on the possibilities because that will lead to opportunities. Don't focus on the problems in your overthinking because that will only lead to more problems. So I think if you lean on the overthinking side, which I do, then I've learning and I'm learning and I've learned and I have to be better at it. But like, I'm going to focus on what possibilities there could be because that will actually open up opportunities as opposed to like you and I were doing this the other day with like some, some, some talk about worship or something like that. And we were thinking problems and it was creating more problems between you and me. We were disagreeing. And then I think you instantly were like, you know what? I'm wrong. We could totally do that. And the moment you said that, I remember I was like, okay, and we could also do this and that. And the moment you considered a possibility, yes. all of a sudden the opportunities got bigger. And I think we just have to like, as overthinkers, well, I think we you have just to try and do that. Question, then how does an overthinker not overthink? And I think maybe start overthinking on the positive parts. Just change the way you overthink. And then over time, the overthinking can become more healthy. Yeah, I actually practice, don't right? know how to stop overthinking. Like, you may not, but I think it also is habit, right? It's yeah. Everything we do that it could yeah, be unhealthy also, is habit. It's a part of being brilliant. It's a hard thing to do. <laughs> This is the thing that I I, I still cannot figure out. Like, do you get this overthinking from your mom's side or your dad's side? Because I didn't know Tom, your dad, long enough to know. And I don't feel like your mom overthinks things in the time that I've known. I don't know. And, you know, I also, you're talking about my mom now in her 60s, and, you know, as opposed to when she would have been in her 30s and 40s. I don't know. Maybe she did that. I don't don't remember with that, but I mean, I don't. Dad was different when we were older. I don't know. Maybe he did when he was younger. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's just life. I think it's overachieving. You know, we overthink because we overachieve. Yeah. You know, it's rarefied air up here where we is. <laughs> okay, which brings us to the third one that most people waste their energy on, most energy on, is unhealthy relationships, mm. which is kind of what I want to lean on because we're talking about 24 hours. We were having this, this profound talk last night about how friendships are... Are temporary, like connection. Like I've, I'll see people that I knew in Atlanta a that I haven't seen for twenty years, and I'll friendship. see them. We just ran into some of them last time we were in Atlanta. I hadn't seen them for literally fifteen years, uh-huh. and we're like, oh my god, we should get lunch. They're still friends, but our connection it was it's, all but gone. I hadn't even texted them. We we had lost touch. But the moment we saw each other, like oh my god, we've been friends for years. We're still friends, but it's a different. So we came to this realization, like in our forties, like I think. There's relationships like it's not it doesn't last forever always. There can always be friendship, but the connection won't always be there because we certainly have felt in the last I would say two three years a big disconnect with people that are friends, and you, sometimes you can get upset about that, or sometimes you'd be like, well, I think that's just the way life is. And you know? I think you you said it so good last night. You said that our connection has changed. You know, like right. our connection is not as consistent. It's not as intimate. It's not as with some. Yeah. It's not at all. And then some of yeah, exactly. And I but think, who knows five ten years from now, are they are we still friends? Yeah, do we pick it back up? I I don't know. But you can either get upset about that and mourn that, or just get busy living. So this study says that most people waste energy on unhealthy relationships. Um, and I, I'm not talking about relationships that need working on. Because I think there's a difference that we need to distinct here, you know, 
clarify. Well, it could be your marriage. Because there's good relationships. There's healthy relationships that are struggling and they need to be worked on. And then there's unhealthy relationships that are just wasting our time. How do we tell the difference between the two, by the way, as I'm just thinking about it? Like, what would you say? How do you know the difference between what's a healthy relationship that just needs work and what's an unhealthy relationship? (laughs) Vic Vic goes, I don't know. Like, please answer this question. I think think a a, a relationship that needs work, um, the person knows that Hey, I have to put in the work. If, if you if you're honest with yourself, is two people have to be honest with themselves to be like I got to put in the work. Our marriage at times was unhealthy. I knew that. You knew that. Yeah, but I wouldn't have said it was a waste of energy. No, but that's, it's a healthy relationship that needed work. That's right. There are healthy relationships, and then how do you differ between the toxic relationships that are sucking every bit of your life out? I mean, like literally okay, wasting all like your energy. There's, just, there's no good to it. There's no value and good to person. it. You're a worse person. And I think, you know, you you can tell if, if someone, it's like teenage time, you know, season. Like if, if our kids are hanging out with a good crowd, they, they are awesome, right? As soon as they're around a negative influence, right? An unhealthy relationship. Starts to rub off on them. It changes their behavior. Are you a better person in the relationship you're in? I think some of them are easier to tell. Like if it's abusive relationship, obviously. Right. Not healthy. Right. You know, and then other ones are hard. Here's a question I ask I would ask myself is like if I'm trying to find out is this an unhealthy relationship? Um actually it's not a question. It's just a statement. Stop crossing oceans for people who won't jump puddles for you. If you're crossing oceans in a relationship and they're not even willing to jump a puddle for you, mm-hmm. that's an unhealthy relationship. And you are literally wasting your energy. There is a big difference between friends and business associates. And let me just, and okay, I. You just li- jump from friendships to this. What? Are you business associates? I'm, I'm making a differentiation. I think sometimes what we call friends are not friends, it's just business association. Oh, totally. Don't waste yourself. Don't 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 get caught up wasting time on an unhealthy relationship that you're trying to be friends with. You're trying to have a relationship with. It's like no no no. Just call it what it is. It's a business transaction, and I don't have to waste any time on a business transaction. Um, if your friends are your friends primarily because of what they can get from you, that's unhealthy. For instance, friendship is not what I want from you. It's what I want for you. Mm. That's what I would say. Friendship is. Friendship is not. I'm not, and, my, and this is not only in me judging people that are my friends, but in my, in my ability to be a friend to other people. Mm-hmm. Is it because I want something from you? Yeah. That's or a good question. if you're my friend, I want something for you. So when you succeed, I don't want part of your success and I'm not feeling bad. I'm not measuring my success to your success and I feel bad. And like, don't tell me about that. You make me feel bad. Like you get a promotion. And I'm like, I can't believe you told me about your promotion because you know that I've been wanting a promotion and now you got it. And like, holy cow, that's all about you. Right? I mean, but right. that's so real. Vic's laughing because she knows. You said holy cow. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a really long time. I'm 44. <laughs> Boomer. Um, okay. Like. Are, do you have friends that are just friends with you because the perks they get? Are are you a friend to people just because the perks you get? Like you get to go on their boat, you get to you get to use their snowmobile, um, you like hanging out at their very very nice house. Um, when you're with them, they always buy dinner. 
They always buy the drinks. Um, is there are, are, is there status that you get from it? Do they happen to be a bit of renown or celebrity or ha- or have? Is there some kind of like mm. information that you can get from these friends? You work at the same place and you know that they're going to give you information and it gives you up. Are you a gossip and you like to know everything that's going on? And this person seems to know everything and so you're friends with them. Is there an opportunity yeah. by you having this relationship? Like, hey, if I'm friends with them, there's an opportunity that I could get this or I could get that or I could meet her or I could meet him or I'd be asked to go here or I might be going on the vacation. Like, if you're fr- that's not friendship. That's a business deal. And I don't even think a business deal is bad. Okay, you as a, as, well, as a company, we have vendors. Um, a bunch of them are like businesses that get monthly flowers from you. And they pay you a certain amount of money and you give them a certain product. It has nothing to do with friendship. In fact, there is no friendship in it. You're cordial. You like each other. But there's no, there's no mistake. You are giving them this service because you want their money. And they're giving you their money because right. they want the service you're offering. That's it. And if you stop giving the service, they're not going to give you any more money. And if they don't give you any more money, you're like, sorry, I'm not giving these flowers out of friendship. I'm not giving that but candle out of friendship. This is a business transaction. 100%. Nothing wrong with that. But, okay, so business, there is that there is that level of friendship or relationship. It's a more of a business you know, relationship. But the, but the first quote you said, say it again, I'm not willing to... Stop crossing oceans for people who won't jump over puddles for you. And That's what I'm saying. Like, what... So this is a, in my opinion, this would be the definition of an unhealthy relationship. Yes. It is a waste of your time. Thank you. They're in it for themselves. They're not doing it for you. They, they're with you. They hang with you. They call you. They get happy hour with you. They call themselves your friend because of what you do for them, what you offer them. You cross oceans for them. But then when it comes to the reciprocation, they're like, dude, I don't, I don't know. Like I'm saying like, okay, I don't need you to cross an ocean for me if we're going to be friends, but at least be willing to wade through a river if we're going through it. Like, What I hear you saying is <laughs> I should start charging my friends for services rendered. Oh, stop. You know what? We're making you famous, Vic. <laughs> Very famous. So funny. And I, and I think, you I know, know, as I'm thinking and just about- We don't pay Vic a penny, so she is doing this out of the goodness of her heart. We, we'll just start, we'll start bleeping out your name every time we say abuse. it. Yeah. I'm just talking about my friends in general. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're just talking about like all the music you do for everyone? Just like, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about what you do on the podcast. No. Like um, me recording this and setting everything up for you guys? Like, I'm like slightly feeling guilty. This is a business transaction. Okay. But I want to say that the, that a, a healthy friendship is, like you just said, it's a give and take. And, it's, and it's, it doesn't always have to be equal, but sometimes it needs to be. There needs to be this healthy Balance. I don't even know if you can say balance of give and take. Say balance, but the thing is, if you're measuring the balance, and that's not a friendship either. That's like that's exactly, manipulation. But that's what that's what like, makes you don't great. give as much as I go. I give fifty two percent, you give forty eight percent. I'm not saying that, but like, there's you a big have difference. Have an honest assessment of your friendships, though. At okay, some point. crossing oceans, jumping puddles. Like, think about it, man. Like, people that like they're not. It's all you. That's not healthy. That's a waste of energy. And I'm not saying like forget them, hate them. I'm just like, yo, please stop wasting your energy. Mm-hmm. Just like, hey, cool. And just don't give them the energy. Move on. Like life only gives us so much energy. And why are you trying to be friends with people that don't want to be your friend? Isn't that a fair question? Absolutely. Why are you trying to hang around people that don't? honestly, they may say they want to, but they're not, they're not, they don't want to hang around you. My God, I promise you, if you're listening to me, please hear me. There are people that want to hang around you. There are people that want to be your friend. Yes. They're out there. 
Go find them. Use your energy to find those relationships. Invest in those relationships. It's going to be hard. There's going to be ups and downs, but invest in those kind of relationships as opposed to the ones that the people that are just in it for what they can and get. I think, you know, I've been thinking, hearing, listening to what you're saying. And, you know, for me personally, I guess like how to measure a healthy relationship. One, we already said it, they bring the best out of you. Yeah. Um, when you leave the the friendship or the moment you're with them, you feel you walk away feeling like oh, that was easy and, I, and and it was refreshing. And, Can't wait to do it again. Yeah, and, and maybe you didn't even have a you know huge aha moment with that that person, but it was just like you feel always lighter. You feel encouraged, and you feel like. I was I was myself. I always say a great friend is someone that I can be fully myself with. That's a telltale sign. I'm a, I've had a lot of friendships over the over forty years, and that's always something. And I've had friendships that were good like that. And then life and seasons change. And please understand me, like that's very natural. Like those leaves changing out there during fall, that's not bad. That's natural. The snow falling like it did last week. I mean, in March it was kind of weird, but in the winter, that's not that's not bad. That's natural. So relationships and friendships ebb and flow and change. And I've noticed over the last 44 years in different friendships where I can start, I'll be hanging out with people that at one point have been very, very close and very close. And I start to realize like, it's just not a healthy relationship because I'll leave spending time with them. Whereas I used to leave energized and excited and can't wait to get back together. And then I'll leave being like frustrated and dude, I just 100% disagree and I hope they don't call me. And then I have to kind of put them off and I'm like, oh my God, you know what I'm saying? And you say, oh, that's you. Or... It's just not a healthy relationship yeah, anymore. Yeah, and I think sometimes we're talking. And I think you know. I'm and thinking, I can even say, I'm thinking of other people's it. like we're we're not willing to admit like no, you shouldn't write people off. I'm not saying write people off. I'm just saying don't waste energy, valuable energy and virtue on relationships that are not healthy. And if you're in a dating romantic relationship and yeah. you you've been in this thing for a minute and you keep feeling like maybe one day you'll get something different from the relationship, meaning more commitment, more change, you know, and there's still months, days go by and there's still no change. So funny how you jumped to dating. But it's, but it's true. It's even in those relationships. It's like, when do you say this is unhealthy? This is getting toxic. This is getting dysfunctional. And I think you, I think at the end of the day, each individual has to be honest with themselves and with their friends. I mean, if you truly have a friend, like say, Hey, it just feels like I'm crossing oceans and you're jumping puddles. (laughs) <laughs> like however, whatever that looks like to you, have those conversations. And if there's nothing that comes of it, give it a shot. But then it's at the end of the day, be able to be like, okay, well, all right, well, maybe we pick this back up when it comes around or I love you, but I'm not going to give virtue and energy anymore. anymore. Okay. I am blown away by this quote by Bishop T.D. Jakes. It hit me last week. I posted on Instagram, not that that matters, but and I got so much response from it and it has been changed in the way I think. And it goes along with this. He said this, some people only pursue you to take you back to where you came from. They make you feel bad because you got out of what they're still into. Mm. Think about that. Some relationships, they're only pursuing you, reaching out to you because they're trying to get you back. And I don't even know if that's evil, diabolical. In some cases, maybe it is. But in other cases, it's like they're still in it and they don't want to be alone in it. If it's an addiction, if it's a bad relationship, if it's a bad circumstance, if it's a bad environment, if it's a bad job, if it's a bad community, if it's a bad yep. whatever, if it's a bad anything, like you, and they're still in it. They won't be there alone. So they're pulling you back. Here's the key thing. They're not interested in what's best for you. They're interested in what's best for them. And friendship is not what I can get from you. It's what I can, it's what I can, what I want for you. It's not what I want from you. It's what I want for you. And friendship honestly says, like, hey, I want what's best for you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so we're talking about like these 24 moment 24 hour moments these 24 month moments like life in the seasons it is don't waste your energy on things that just drain your energy. And this is one of those ones. I think sometimes we don't talk about this because we we want to love everyone and we want to believe the best of everyone. I'm not saying don't love everyone. I'm not saying don't believe the best of everyone. Right. I'm just saying you can't be friends and invest your time with everyone. You can't. So determine what you're is it a healthy put your relationship? Into. Now, if you have healthy relationships that are going through difficult times, which has been the story of our life after 24 years of marriage together. And in fact, we've been together for over three decades. Like, I mean, we've been doing this since 19... 19- we first met and started writing to each other and talking to each other in 1994, right? Wow. That was that was almost 30 years ago. I mean, that's 27 years ago. And um, we certainly have had to work on stuff. We've had to work through hard times. But it was worth it because this isn't an unhealthy relationship. This relationship brings us life. It makes me better. I hope it makes you better. I know it does, right? So, it does, babe. So don't, don't take relationships that you need in your life that are challenging right now and write them off. But. There are some friendships and relationships. That you just have to let go of. Stop overthinking and chill on the social media. I mean, if we do that. Those are good. These 24-hour moments could be a lot more Some stuff to to think about. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, Vic? The sound jig? I do. Overthinking over here? Well, I feel good, man. This has been a good uh, 24-minute moment we just had here. It was good. Cheers to 24 years, my love. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers.